Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a September 6th. Wednesday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at many places these days, real GM AP. Used to be the beat writer for the Blazers over at the Columbian. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where there is a wide variety of shows covering all of your favorite teams. But of course, you're back here because your favorite team is the Portland Trail Blazers. And I am here with you on a Wednesday, Wednesday evening, uh, braving braving this this smoke right now. Uh, this is this sucks. Um, this really sucks. There's no way around it. Uh, you walk around outside, hard not to get sick. Uh, you know, really, you know, feel bad for some of the people who have to work outside in these conditions still. Uh, and, you know, if you are, uh, you know, try and stay safe, wear a mask. That's what they're telling everyone that's going to be outside for a long time. Uh, it was, I thought, better in the morning today when I went to yoga because I've been into doing some yoga lately, trying to restore myself, both mentally and physically. Uh, and I just like it a lot and I, I just haven't been in a while, but anyway, uh, I thought it was better this morning when I went, uh, to my class. And then later today around five o'clock, I just all of a sudden just started getting, you know, my eyes started itching and I mean, it sucks out there. And, and thank you to the firefighters, uh, most of all who have been braving this out there, protecting, Multnomah Lodge, protecting Bull Run, you know, protecting the Bonneville power grid, which powers all of us here. Uh, It is, uh, you know, really a disaster uh, what's happening and the accident that happened uh, and, well, and, 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 and the fact that it was, wasn't an accident. It was, uh, you know, some young kids uh, throwing firecrackers and it, is ruining uh, one of the most beautiful places on earth. And it's really sad. And there's tons of other fires in the state of Oregon, uh, not just the one that happened in the gorge. So uh, to everyone out in the state of Oregon and the American West, and also uh, just the whole country right now uh, with, with hurricanes and in Florida, uh, also off the coast of Mexico um, and another hurricane behind Irma, 
which is kind of hit, you know, uh, it looks like it's not going to hit Florida as directly, though. But still, uh, thanks to the firefighters. Hope everyone's okay. We're getting some crazy weather right now, but just wanted to, you know, make sure that everybody uh, is safe. And, you know, uh, as Oregonians right now, as we're going through something, you know, I just want, and, and in Washington as well, our neighbors to the north, some of that fire got up there. Just wanted to talk to uh, talk about that because, you know, it, it, it is important. This is our home and uh, it's really sad what's happened. And uh, I love the gorge. Uh, and you know, it's not going to look the same for a really long time and, uh, it's not going to be as beautiful. You know, the gorge is still going to be that vast, beautiful thing, but, uh, you know, it it was nice to have, you know, 30,000 acres is what I heard. And man, that's just, that's tough. That's tough. And this is, I mean, this is for me, I've lived in Oregon for most of my life. And I would say that this is probably the craziest storm ever for me or not the craziest storm just the craziest like occurrence i think you know i was just ash falling and people have seen this with mount st helens that are older uh but i didn't see that and so i you know this for me my lifetime i mean this is up there with that flood in 96 uh just in terms of just how crazy it is i mean this is just wild you know and what it's happened to the to the folks in the gorge that have you know uh their homes you know uh just really sad so uh, thoughts with everybody in Oregon, think and Washington, and all the states that are fighting fires right now. Thoughts with Florida and and but you know especially here in Oregon, you know all the firefighters that are risking their lives and going out there and trying to protect uh, our natural beauty. And um, sadly, you know Ian Carmel, the comedian uh, and Blazer fan and friend of the show. Uh, tweeted the other day, you know, that our natural beauty is not promised. And uh, that's true. And, and, and it's sad that it takes this to, for a lot of people to realize that, but um, yeah, really heartbreaking stuff, but uh, we're here, you know, we're going to talk some blazers. There's a little bit of news again, another reason why I kind of, you know, wanted to talk about this stuff. Cause I know that, you know, if you listen to this show, you know, maybe you have a, a really good, con- you have a connection with Oregon in some way. So I, I, I figured that uh, it would be appropriate at this time, considering, you know, some, a place that's very special to a lot of us uh, is, 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 is really uh, going through it. And there's a lot of Oregonians, firemen that are really out there, uh, you know, risking their lives to, to save it. So uh, thank you to them. Uh, but we're here to talk a little basketball. We have some basketball here. Uh, again, not a whole lot of news, as I mentioned. Probably the biggest piece of news uh, from the last couple of days since I last potted was that the Blazers stretch provision player that they got in the Allen Crab trade, Andrew Nicholson, signed a deal with the Guangdong Tigers of the Chinese Basketball League for $1 million. Uh, I know that there was some reporting after they stretched him that if he signed with another team, that could come off their salary cap, which would help them uh, in terms of the luxury tax and all that, and it would make it that so that they would have less salary uh, to have to shed in order to get under the tax, which... I think they're trying to do at least to save themselves for a repeat from a repeater tax in the future, 
But that doesn't happen here with the the deal that Nicholson signed in China. He would have to sign another deal, and he would have to get at least around $2 million. Uh, Dave Deckard over at Blazers Edge had a good write-up about it, but uh, it is just it, – it, it's a move. It happened, but it doesn't really affect Portland's cap. So uh, Andrew Nicholson uh, will be remembered alongside fellow Blazers legends like Anderson Varejao and Mike Miller. So shout out to Andrew Nicholson for uh, a run here in Portland. And as far as everything else, Blazers-wise, there isn't a whole lot else to talk about. Uh, the biggest piece of news, I would say, in the NBA over the last couple of days was the news that the Houston Rockets found a buyer. But before we get to that, uh, just a, another reminder about all the great stuff that we have on the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got tons of content for you covering the NFL, covering the NBA. The NBA season has been pretty ridiculous. There has been so much stuff going on down to that Cavs and Celtics trade. The Rockets just got sold. And we've got podcasts covering it all, and I, I, I think it's going to be a really interesting season. I'm excited for games to get here, though, uh, but just make sure to check out uh, all the offerings on the Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite teams and also you know, our, our, our sister networks like the Dunked On Basketball Podcast. So uh, make sure to check out everything on the Locked On Podcast Network. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings, much more. Geico's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than Geico. More power to you. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. So, uh, as I mentioned, the Houston Rockets found a buyer, and that buyer is Tillman Ferita. Uh, I, I don't, uh, I've never heard of him before, but obviously he is very, very rich because he bought the Houston Rockets for $2.2 billion, which is a new NBA record. That is uh, the, I mean, it's a record, and that's what it is. The, the Rockets. Uh, in one of the biggest cities in the United States, one of the most, you know, international cities in the United States, in Houston, and uh, a team that has been big in China as well and has had success there. So uh, you put all that together, and, and also it, it also just so happens that they have James Harden, who's one of the best young-ish superstars in the league, and... Uh, now you add Chris Paul, who's one of the greatest point guards ever, and uh, a team that is going to be fun, I think. I, I'm, I'm big on the Rockets, uh, which probably also helped their valuation. And uh, I know that there's been a lot going on in Houston that's more important than the sale of a basketball team uh, with Hurricane Harvey. But uh, big news just the same. Leslie Alexander, the former owner of the Rockets, put the team up for sale. Uh, they signed James Harden to an extension last summer. They committed to him. So I think part of that value also had to come uh, in some part from the fact that James Harden himself is such a marketable athlete and one that uh, they have under contract for 
uh, a, a pretty long time by NBA standards these days. So uh, no surprise really that that got done. Uh, Farija owns uh, the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino. He also owns the parent company of McCormick and Schmicks, the Portland restaurant chain that started here, but now has expanded uh, across the country. So uh, that's the, 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 the big, really stupidly rich guy news of the NBA uh, for this week. And, and pretty much the news that we have uh, from anything right now, football started last weekend my Ducks came through with a very impressive win, 77 points. And I thought the most impressive thing was that they only gave up 21 after giving up 21 in the first half. You know, I, I, I was a little worried there uh, about the defense after one half, but they really got it together and gave me some confidence going into this Nebraska game this week that they can get it done. And... uh. I know I got sidetracked here on football, but I, 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 it is something else to talk about uh, other than the lack of NBA news. I think the biggest NBA thing today was Isaiah Thomas uh, wrote a, a, a Players Tribune article, which was very good. Probably one of the other good things that I read this week. If you're interested in trying to look for stuff, I would recommend the profile of Jimmy Butler by Vice Sports and my buddy Michael Pina, who has been an a guest on this podcast before uh, Michael went to Malibu and hung out with Jimmy Butler and it was a pretty cool story on vice sports. So definitely check that out as well. I thought it was a pretty good look into Jimmy Butler. And if you're interested too, uh, from a Blazers perspective, some insight into a player that you're going to be seeing a lot more of this season. They're going to play the Timberwolves four times. Butler is a big reason is probably the reason along with the growth of Carl Anthony towns and um, maybe what they can get out of Andrew Wiggins. They also signed Jeff Teague, but Butler for me, I mean, Butler to me is a, is a top 10 NBA player right now. Uh, he, he's so good. And, uh, Michael's piece really gives you a good insight on who he is as a, as a guy and the kind of the story that he has and, and also kind of the, the quirks that he displays and a guy that I think you're going to want to know this year because Portland's going to have to play him a lot and, uh, could be one of the guys that stands in Portland's way uh, to getting a higher seat, you know, to to succeeding uh, this season and, and getting a decent seed in the playoffs. Because, yes, uh, you, you look at their what they added, what they lost, uh, w- losing Alan Crabb, but uh, I think this team still has expectations now, this this team still has expectations of being a solid team, and I don't think that, you know, judging off of, you know, just what I know about CJ and Dame, they're not going to come into the season looking at the, the West and saying, well, I hope we can sneak in there and play the Warriors again. I, there's no way that they want to do that again. Because it, it, if you, you know, you know what's up with the Warriors. And uh, I, I don't think that they have eight on their mind. And I think that they're going to come into the season trying to be better than that. And uh, Minnesota is a team that they're going to have to beat to do that, I think. They're going to have to win more games against them than I think they're projected to. Uh, 
to to really have success. Uh, Minnesota's a really good team. I know I talked about the over-unders the other day. Uh, and and I like Minnesota. Uh, I, I, I really do like them. Uh, I, I, I like their talent. I, I'm a little worried about their outside shooting. But I, I really do like their talent. And I, Jimmy Butler is the thing for me. I really respect him. But uh, I understand the, the folks who also say prove it to me because uh, Minnesota has been this team. And they've, they've been this team for a while, actually, before even Carl Anthony Towns and before Andrew Wiggins. You know, dating back to the days with Kevin Love, Minnesota's always been that team that the numbers they look at and they're saying, hey, this is the growth team. This is they're gonna pop, and they and it and it hasn't happened yet. So I get the, the skepticism there, but I think Jimmy Butler has popped in in a great in in a in a positive way, which is why I think uh, they're gonna be pretty decent and and a team that Portland's gonna have to contend with. But that Jimmy Butler profile was good. The Isaiah Pro, Isaiah Thomas profile was good as well. Uh, I know that those of you who uh, like basketball a lot maybe you're watching Eurobasket uh I've been watching some Eurobasket uh really impressed with Lowry Markinen uh because he really uh has impressed me with his scoring he's been scoring like 20 every game and uh I I really do think that uh he he's going to be a little bit better than what we saw at Summer League maybe not as good as he is in Europe but I, I do think that it's encouraging that he's playing this well against grown men and, and sometimes, you know, NBA players. So uh, I, I liked Lowry Markinen. I think Kristaps Porzingis is obviously looking fun. Uh, I like, you know, what he's been doing. It's good to see him healthy and playing. And after the, the kind of situation that he had with Phil Jackson, uh, Carmelo Anthony is still a free agent, by the way, and talking about the Knicks, or not a free agent, excuse me, still on the Knicks and uh, has yet to be traded. People have talked about maybe Milwaukee, but that was kind of shot down uh, as, a, as a real destination for him. Uh, but that was a rumor uh, that was out there about Milwaukee. It uh, doesn't seem like Portland's in it, uh, but it, it does seem like Houston and New York are not going to be talking very much. Uh, because it just seems like New York doesn't really have any interest in what Houston has to offer, and then they're you know they're not just gonna give Carmelo away to Houston for nothing when a lot of teams would give up some pretty good somethings for him. So, uh, but EuroBasket has been fun. I mean, there's a lot of great players that haven't been in the EuroBasket that are you know usually stalwarts there. But uh, it's still been a fun tournament. Spain's obviously always good. France has a, a bunch of guys missing. But uh, that Nick Batum is in there kind of makes me a little positive about my, my Charlotte over pick because I like Charlotte. Uh, and I think that if Batum is rested, that's a good thing. Uh, but uh, the Eurobasket has been fun. And it's also been just a good appetizer almost you know, for, for when the NBA gets back because – uh, I, I miss the NBA. You know, football was fun. I like football a lot, but uh, there there is something about the NBA that 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 is different and special to me. And I'm excited for uh, NBA basketball to be back, and really excited for this Blazers season. 
uh, which actually starts uh, the, the media day is going to be here in less than three weeks. So uh, pretty uh, close to it right now, 19 days away from media day and the start of training camp. So Blazers season right around the corner. We're going to start ramping up our content here. Going to cut it off short today. The lack of oxygen here uh, has got me uh, a little tired. And plus, uh, we also don't have a whole lot to talk about right now. But if we do have some news that comes across, if Carmelo ever gets traded or whatever, I don't know. We'll have something for you if anything happens. But we'll be back one more time this week. And we're excited to have more guests and ramp up the content here as we get closer to the season. So subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you could. And we will catch you next time on Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.